Let's get down to brass tags. We'll do it live. Okay. We'll do it live. Fuck it. Do it live. I can. I'll write it and we'll do it live. Welcome to the channel, ladies and gentlemen. We have Coriander and special guest tonight, Neil Neon Black Reviews himself. How's it going, everyone? Hey, doing great. How are you? I'm doing great. This is going to be a fun episode. Um, Neil was very kind to join us tonight, and um, actually had the idea uh, that we talk about the Prowler, which yeah. is awesome. You know, it's a great it, choice. It is. Yeah, absolutely. Um, and I had not seen this in so long. This was another one of these slashers um, that, you know, it's almost like a reintroduction for me. So it was very, very cool uh, to check it out. Um, before we start, I'll just see who we have in the chat and then we'll get going on this thing. Um, we've got Drake. Drake saying that Drake has arrived. <laughs> 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 All right. Uh, he says, how are you tonight, Knight? <laughs> I'm doing pretty good, man. Hope you're doing good, too. Uh, let's see. We got my man Gorfo in the chat saying Savini's favorite of all his work. Yes, yeah, man. Yes. really good. Yes. And we've got Horror of Spice in the chat. Hey, what's hey. going on? Nice to have you in the chat. Welcome, welcome. All right. Uh, and we got my man Eric, the champion of the people saying glad you're talking about this sadly forgotten slasher absolutely absolutely well credit credit goes to neil and uh this this is going to be fun so let's let's start this off um and let's just talk about the the high points of the story or anything that comes to mind as as it began and coriander i'll start with you and then i'll go to neil and then i'll i'll jump in what would what, you think of the beginning of this uh coriander the way this thing started out i mean i like how it started out it was like black and white and it's taking you kind of through rosemary's story and mm-hmm. what happens to her and yeah, you know, she breaks up with her boyfriend. She writes him a letter. He's, like, overseas in the war. And, mm-hmm. you know, for me, yeah, I think that's, like, a real pretty shitty way to break up with someone, especially, you know, someone who's out <laughs> doing that. You know, oh, I can't wait for you. It's like, oh, my God, that's just lame. And, yeah, so I don't really feel too bad for with what happened. No, I shouldn't say that. But, yeah. No, I really like how this started. It was, It was really good. Yeah, it, it, it was pretty nice the way it started. Uh, how about you, Neil? What did you think about how it began or any thoughts that you had uh, of the opening of the story? Well, yeah, the first time I watched this, uh, I don't know, probably 20 years ago. Um, I mean, when it first starts out, I was like, am I watching a horror movie? Did I put the right thing in? Because you know, like it starts out with, you know, a, 
an ocean liner coming in with all the troops on it and everything. Yes. But, um, but yeah, I mean, it, it got to the action pretty quick. So, uh, mm-hmm. yeah, but, uh, but yeah, I mean, you know, it's a, a typical slasher, um, in regards, you know, something happens in the past and, and you come forward, uh, you get the same thing with, uh, my bloody Valentine Friday the 13th, uh, mm-hmm. a lot of those kind of films. So, yeah. uh, yeah, it started, it, it quickly got into more familiar territory. So, yeah. It even has a little Absolutely. bit of Halloween when he digs up the corpse in the cemetery. Yeah. Yeah. Mm. yeah. Yeah. Pretty cool stuff. Well, to me, um, you know, like both of you said, it started off pretty quick. And after you get the black and white little montage developing, you know, the background story, you know, you see that there, you know, there's a dance uh, for the, the GIs that have come home and stuff like that. And then, of course, you know, you have to have a couple that goes off somewhere alone. Yeah, well, it's Rosemary. Yeah, it's Rosemary and her new beau, I guess. That's right. You're absolutely (laughs) right. So, you know, obviously you knew, you knew where this was going to go. (laughs) There was absolutely no doubt, even in my mind, about where this was going to go. So, you know, like you guys have just mentioned, it started off pretty damn quick, um, which I thought was was pretty nice as, as far as, you know, a rhythm of the story. Um, Coriander, once we get past that and we see the death of Rosemary, when we get back into present time and, you know, they're showing that they're setting up for this graduation dance. What did you think of what did you think of that? And obviously the cast that we were introduced to. You know, I didn't mind this cast. You know, Mm -hmm. I'm not saying I had like any particular favorite person because I didn't, Mm -hmm. but I didn't like hate the cast or anything. Um, but I liked how, you know, like I said, like how this whole thing's out. You know, you have these girls. It's been how many years? Like 40-something, 30-something years, was it? Yeah, yeah, 30-something years. 35, yeah, something like that. And, you know, yeah, it's like, <laughs> just like Bloody Valentine. A dance mm. starts off this whole crazy killing and yeah. spree. And, yeah, it, yeah, they're getting ready, and you see them prepare, and, yeah. It's pretty good. Yeah, yeah, it does have a lot of parallels to my Bloody Valentine for sure. It, it was definitely compared to that a lot. Um, mm. N- Neil, as we start with this thing going off, I mean, what did you think of Pam? Because obviously she's she's the lead female uh, in in this story. What did you think of her and, and some of the other cast members? I mean, I liked her character. Um, I thought she carried, you know, her role throughout the film uh, fairly well. Mm-hmm. Uh, most most of the cast is really good. Um, yeah. In fact, the, the first time I saw the deputy there, I thought that was like a young Cillian Murphy. I mean, yeah, that's me exactly <laughs> what I thought. Oh my god, that's so funny that you say that. Yeah, I, I even exactly looked it up to make sure. I was like, I didn't think he was in this movie, so I, I looked it up on IMDb when I was watching it, and I was like, yeah, I, I don't know who that guy is, but they could pass for brothers. I mean, it's uh, <laughs> they good, man. That's so but, funny. Uh, but yeah, I thought the cast was um, probably a little above average for most slasher flicks. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, there, there weren't any characters uh, really uh, that I didn't like. Um, yeah. So, so was, in that regard, you know, I liked them enough. So, uh, you know, when they start getting knocked off, you do feel a little bit for them anyway. Right, right. Absolutely. Uh, let's see uh, real quick in the chat, uh, just to catch up to these guys. Uh, we also have 
Junebug is in the chat. What's going on, man? Saying uh, definitely a man of many talents, directing special effects, acting. Absolutely. Yeah, very, very much so. Tom Savini is just amazing. Um, Eric says, welcome to the show, Neil. Just connected to your channel. Very hey, cool. Thanks, man. Appreciate it. Very, that. very cool. Absolutely. Absolutely. And um, Eric's the man. Eric's the man. Uh, Eric says, love Joseph Zito, not just for this and the final chapter, but he's directed some Chuck Norris films, too. Yeah, mm-hmm. man. Absolutely. Yeah, very, very much so. Uh, <laughs> he says, I finally got the Blu-ray of this literally today. <laughs> nice. <laughs> nice. <laughs> I've, got, I've got one, too. <laughs> yeah, we both got one. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Nice. <laughs> we're, we're all short our prowler. Supposedly, DVDs. there's like an uncut version. <laughs> You know, I heard something like that. Yeah, yeah. I, I would love. I would love to right? see that. I really would. Yeah, absolutely. Um, but yeah, so we're introduced to this cast, and they're they're pretty cool. I mean, Pam, uh, played by uh, Vicky Dawson, I think um, I think she she handled uh, this movie very well. Her her scenes were very believable. Um, like you were saying, Neil, I, I definitely rooted for her and and obviously the deputy um you know fake fake killian murphy um but what was interesting was again the rhythm of the story it was it was pretty fast paced even mm-hmm. though there weren't a ton of kills but you know you're already into the story you're introduced to her and a couple of her friends they're getting ready for the graduation graduation dance they go to the dance and she um you know has a little moment where you know she's trying to you know hang out with the deputy deputy mark and he gets pulled into dancing with one of the other girls one of her other girlfriends (laughs) and so she's upset and she decides you know to leave now while that's happening or right before that's happening you've got the prowler who actually comes into the room where her roommate is. Mm-hmm. And uh, yeah, that scene was brutal. What, Neil, what did you think of that scene? I, I just thought that that was a real brutal scene. Um, very well done, obviously, with Tom Savini. But what did you think of it? I mean, I thought it was great. Um, I think all the kills in this film are great. And mm-hmm. um, and this is another one that they showed on the on the special feature there on the blu-ray how they did it so Mm -hmm. um, it was pretty cool to see that you know after watching the film uh but yeah i mean they they put a lot of time and effort into these kills like you said there's not a a lot i think there's eight um in the film total um but they come at you in like a a double punch uh yeah you know there'll, there'll be a kill and then just a couple of minutes later there's another one uh, and to yeah. me, that made it feel like there was more kills in the film than there actually are. So you yeah. get like yeah, four, set, four sets of two yes. uh, as you watch the film. And they're pretty evenly spaced. Um, mm-hmm. And of course, the, the build-up for them is pretty well done as well. So well, yeah. I lost one of my earbuds. But uh, but yeah, um, yeah, I really like the build-up. I mean, it was definitely, um, you know, that, that great slasher atmosphere intention uh, mm-hmm. that the best of the slashers are able to pull off. So, yeah. Mm-hmm. But, yeah, this one's definitely brutal. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. I, I agree. Uh, Eric was saying, um, if your Blu-ray is from Blue Underground, it is the uncut version, at least according to the back. That's the version that I got today. Oh, nice. all right. All right. Nice. 
Um, but yeah, Coriander, you know, once we see that kill scene in the bathroom, and again, I just, I gotta admit, man, I was really, I was really, really impressed with it, you know, because obviously we had Roy, I'm, I'm sorry, we had um, uh, Carl and Sherry who were killed. What, what did you think of that scene? And then, of course, we have um, Pam who's walking back to the room. A lot of tension in that scene. What, what were you thinking about? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, I mean, Savini's, you know, work in this movie is like the best, especially if you think it's like 1981 this came out. And the mm. gore to these kills, it's amazing. Yeah, there's only just a few, but they're all just so gory and realistic. It's it's mm. great. Absolutely. It's great. Yeah, I, and yeah. I, oh, go ahead. No, go ahead. Well, no, I was just going to say, yeah. And when she's at that dance and when the uh, Mark and that chick has uh, done dancing, obviously he, she bumped into him and he spilt her drink on her. So she had to like go and change. Mm-hmm. And yeah, I mean that whole scene when she walks in and the doors shut, you know, and the blood that's on the beds covered. So she didn't even know she just changed. She thought they were in there doing their thing. And yeah, <laughs> and he was still in there. So that mm-hmm. was crazy that, that, you know, she was lucky because he could have came out of that bathroom and killed her right there, but he didn't mm-hmm. for some reason. So yeah, she good got point. lucky. Well, well, what I was, that's actually a wonderful point, and I'll pass it to you in a second, Neil. But I think that that is one thing that I really enjoyed about this movie versus a lot of other slashers is that it didn't, it wasn't predictable. You know, mm. I mean, there were a couple of, you know, moments where you had to have the slasher tropes of old. So mm-hmm. that's true. But I mean, in general, you know, they really like right when you think they'd go right, they take a left turn, you know, like that scene. You know, she opens the door and I was thinking, man, she's got to see it. But she just didn't open it enough. And I'm thinking yep. he's got to be right there. Right. And so as she starts leaving the room, I'm thinking, OK, well, maybe she'll meet him at some other point further down in the film. No, right? When she starts to go down the stairs and she just pauses for a second and she looks back up and then there he is. And I'm like, wow, very well, Yeah. Before that, she heard the door close and that made her right. stop to look like, mm-hmm. you know, well, what the hell? Right, yeah. right. Yeah. Yeah. But I mean, you know, just the, the, the rhythm that they used in this movie, I think it was very, very, it, it was above average class, you know? What, what were yeah. you thinking in that, in that scene, Neil? Because, you know, like I said, the tension was pretty, pretty thick. Right, right. So, you know, um, to me, this is one of the more um, common slasher tropes where, you know, she comes back into the room and we know what has happened. She has no idea. Right. And she's right on the edge of it. She is, you know, just one glance to the left or right from seeing what happened, but she doesn't. But, you know, we as the audience are sitting there, you know, just screaming at the TV. It's like, you know, open the door and look. Yes. And, but I had the same thought you did watching it last night where, you know, I knew that he wasn't going to, you know, to try to kill her then because I've seen mm-hmm. the movie before. But then, you know, I noticed, you know, well, she comes back down the stairs and that leads into one of the best chase scenes in the movie. Yes. Um, You know, where um, she runs outside and um, is it Major Chatham or whatever grabs Mm -hmm. her uh, cloak or whatever she's wearing and rips it off. Mm -hmm. And, you know, 
Yeah, I mean, it was just uh, it was just great the way they executed it, you know, because it, mm-hmm. it, it was really unexpected at that point in the movie. Usually that kind of chase scene is left for the end for the final girl. Yeah. Uh, and here they are doing it probably, I don't know, 25 minutes into the film, something right. like that. So. Yeah. Yeah, good point. Yeah, I mean, it just it just... It just caught you by surprise, and it was so well done. And I just want to throw this out here, too, and then I'll get to you, Coriander. She, I really appreciated her as far as being smart, and also when she ran, she ran. She didn't mm-hmm. kind of, you know, lollygag how some sometimes you see <laughs> the final girls do in movies. She and you actually, noticed how she didn't trip? That's what I was going to say, too. She didn't oh, trip. <laughs> No, 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 that's fine. No, but I mean, but seriously, like when she was running, like she was like full bore Olympic style running, no tripping on thin air. It's like, good for you, Pam. Good for you. Uh, Real quick in the chat, and then I'll get to you, Coriander. Uh, Gorefub says the shower pitchfork scene, the iconic scene of the movie. Yeah, absolutely. Heck of a scene. Uh, Once in future badass. Hello, Nightwatch and my future wife, Corey. (laughs) (laughs) How's it going? <laughs> um, and Drake was saying, uh, yes, Gore, one hell of a kill scene. A- absolutely. Absolutely. But uh, Coriander, you know, like Neil was saying, we get this chase scene right near the beginning or, you know, at the end of the first third of the movie or whatever, 20 something minutes in, basically. What were you thinking once, you know, she did get away because she's smart <laughs> and yeah. she she bumps into uh, Deputy Mark And, you know, what were you thinking of the story at that point? It's enjoyable. You know, Mm -hmm. some people say there's some slow moments, but I guess it depends on, you know, you, the person viewing it. Because to me, Mm -hmm. I didn't really find any really slow moments, you know. Mm -hmm. I thought, you know, yeah, Mark showed up at the right time, honestly, Mm -hmm. because, yeah, she would have had to keep running, but... I don't know. Yeah. It's like, yeah, it was just, yeah, it was interesting yeah. how things turned out. Yeah. And, and of course, you know, again, it, it was, it was odd in the sense that it didn't follow what I thought it would follow as far as the story. Cause again, we had this great chase scene so early in the right. film. So I'm like, well, where are they going to go with it now? Well, yeah. you go back to the dance and, you know, you see, you know, her friends and everyone else, you know, they're they're partying it up and all that type of stuff. So that's that's pretty cool, too. But and I'll give uh, Deputy Mark some credit, too. He was a pretty smart cop or deputy in this movie. He was not annoying to me like a lot of those type of characters usually are. So I have to give him credit too. his hair kind of like kind of bothered me but <laughs> that's just me being weird you know the old old lady style it was 1981 uh, it, really, it was bad yeah, yeah. it was bad well, but yeah, anyway young, young Killian but um <laughs> so so he tells you know the people in the dance and Miss Allison hey there's a prowler out you know stuff is going on we need to keep everyone in here and she makes the announcement Miss Allison so at this point it's like oh wow they're keeping people in one spot. This is pretty smart the way it was crafted. I, I, I like that. You know what I'm saying? But before that happened, you had Lisa, uh, Pam's friend Lisa, who went out to the swimming pool because she wanted to cool off. Of course she did, right? So she got out to the swimming pool uh, before, you know, the uh, quote-unquote lockdown. Now, now, Neil, at this point, obviously, we know what scene we're going to talk about. How did you think they executed this pool scene? 
Oh man, it was great. I mean, mm-hmm. uh, you know, and and this was one that they went into um, on the bonus feature, Tom Savini's gore reel, uh, where uh, they really showed how this was done, uh, mm-hmm. which is more interesting to me than actually watching it in the film because it's yeah. like you didn't. Um, you know, so like this screenshot that you've got right here, you know, you'll see it on the gore reel where, you know, they've got the camera set up and he's got the knife, you know, to her throat and they're moving it around in all different directions just yeah. so that they can film it from, you know, just a, a bunch of footage. They've got a bunch of footage. And of course, uh, then they stop and they get the prosthetics up where, I mean, because it cuts deep. She gets cut really, really deep with that. Yes. Yes. And <clears throat> yeah, you could see it there. And I mean, yep. they're just twisting this thing back and forth and everything. And Savini's on the side, I think, just pumping blood out of it <laughs> with this little mm-hmm. hand pump thing. Um, And then, of course, you know, the scene, the way it plays out in the movie, you get the underwater camera, which back in the 80s, I don't know that they did that a whole lot. Uh, Right. Another film that really, uh, slasher film anyway, that shows it. But I mean, they've got the the pool light down there and the Mm -hmm. blood is, you know, filming over the the light that's coming through from the pool light. It's Mm -hmm. just a great scene. Um, Yeah. So you see her flow and it's very realistic that like the kills in this movie are realistic and yes they are yeah. so gory and what they, incredible yeah that's what they were showing on the gore reel is you know they're just moving this knife around and then you know in the editing room they put it all together so mm-hmm. that it looks like one fluid scene but you know they had a lot of footage to choose just the right angles and everything from so make sure the lighting was just right and things like that so i mean it was just uh it's just a great scene. And, and then, you know, when you see behind the scenes footage of it, you just appreciate it even more, knowing mm. all the effort and everything that they went to for what is probably two minutes of screen mm. time. Yeah. 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 Good point. Ex- excellent points. Yeah. And I definitely, I got to check out uh, that special feature because that's just, it's just amazing because the effects looked so good. And, you yeah, know, they did. thinking that it's 1981, it's just, it's just phenomenal. Um, mm-hmm. Eric in the chat says, I love how Knight says he wasn't bothered by the character, and Coriander says she didn't like his hair. Laugh <laughs> <laughs> uh, We got my man Ken. Ken's in the chat, mid-level media. What's going on, man? He's saying, hey, guys. Hello. Hope you're doing, hope you're doing well. Yet another one I need to see. Absolutely, Ken. Oh, yes, you do. You do. Yeah, yeah. Absolutely. I can't remember... Um, Darn, I can't remember, but there was another movie a while back that uh, Ken had seen us reviewing, and I was like, "Yeah, yeah." You, we were like, "You got to check it out. You got to check it out." And he really enjoyed it. This is definitely one of those, Ken. You got to check it out, man. Yeah. Seriously, you do. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, but uh, you know, but Coriander, as as we get past the pool scene, one other thing that got me too is that you had you had red herrings in this movie because you had you had people that you thought we're going to get killed but they didn't you mm-hmm. know and you, and you had people that you thought could be the prowler but obviously we found out that they weren't what did you think that that was executed well did that did you enjoy that aspect of the movie yeah i mean he wasn't out just going crazy well he kind of was but right, right. he was kind of selective and that was kind of interesting you know yes. that that he was kind of selective. So, yeah, I didn't mind how these these scenes played out. Absolutely. No, I agree with you. Um, And then, of course, we get to the cemetery, and cemeteries can always (laughs) add 
or detract from a movie to me if it's if it's done right. But I thought this was actually done um, in, in in a pretty good way. It was it was pretty damn creepy, um, yeah. and of course, you know, and it also showed. Yeah, obviously, with these leads, with Deputy Mark and Pam, you know, they're trying to figure out what's going on. They were told by the convenience store um, uh, guy that uh, there were some people in the graveyard and the gate is open and all that type of stuff. So they go there to basically investigate it. And, you know, again, the story is starting to unravel to us uh, a little bit more. Um, take, take me through that part, Neil. Did you did you like this scene the way it was done? Well, yeah, because, I mean, again, you know, one of the things that I think this film does really well is, you know, it, it for the most part, it sticks to the standard tropes that you get in slashers. They just put them together in, in a different way to kind yes. of keep you guessing. So, you know, he's going to jump down in that hole to see what happened. You know, is there a body in that casket? Yes. And, and he gets interrupted and he jumps back out and then he has to come back. So, I mean, you know, you get you get it twice and then, you know, they open it up and you see what's there. Mm-hmm. Um, but again, I mean, you know, they're just, they're doing so many, um, things that they're, they're familiar in, you know, by 1981, I mean, there've been, you know, quite a few slashers that had come out by then. Mm-hmm. Um, but they're, like I said, they're, they're, they're using the same pieces to the puzzle, but they're making a different picture. Yeah. That yeah. That's a good one. Yeah, no, that's a great way to, uh, to describe it. I, I, to- I totally agree with that. Absolutely. Um, Real quick in the chat, too. Uh, let's see. Um, Once in Future says the effects are top flight security. <laughs> uh, and we've got uh, Channel of the Living Dead. What's going on? Nice to have you in the chat. Welcome, welcome. Saying, oh, cool. The Prowler. Great flick. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. Um, well, let's get to a couple of uh, other fun facts, too, um, that you know we've come up with and, and coriander you you found some of these so we'll, we'll kind of go through some of these but number one um there were other titles uh to the movie mm-hmm. yeah and actually yeah actually there were there were two or at least two that i know of um and i think you mentioned it coriander one of them was uh rosemary's killer which you know obviously in the story we figure out you know what's going on with that but i gotta admit i'm glad they didn't use that one what, what do you think, Coriander? You know, uh, yeah, you know, it's not bad, you know, yeah. but I like the Prowler better, definitely. Yeah, yeah, no, I, no, I do too. I mean, it just, it just, it just sounds better to me. You know what I mean? But they also, um, they also had another name of it. It was called the Pitchfork of Death. <laughs> it's, it's, Thank God, you know, no. <laughs> no that's, you know, that's too cheesy. It is it cheesy. Is. It yeah. is cheesy. Better than Rosemary's Killer, though. But yeah, it, 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 it's too really. Oh, I like Rosemary's Killer better than friggin' Pitchfork. No, well, thank you. You know. Yeah. yeah I think about Rosemary's Baby. If that's what they call. Well, it. yeah. <laughs> that's a good point. <laughs> that's a good point. Um, and let's do another one. Let's see. Um, who said it was Savini's best? Coriander. Do you know who said it was Savini's best work? He did. That's right. Yeah, Mr. Savini himself said that mm-hmm. this was his best work, his favorite work. Which I you know, have to agree with that, man. I think his work <laughs> in this was incredible. Yeah, I I thought so too, man. Seriously, everything like like you were saying, Neil, everything just looked so good, and mm-hmm. you could tell that they were very 
you could tell they were happy with the effects too because usually mm -hmm. there was a close-up of it you know and it wasn't yeah. shrouded in darkness or no. rain or anything like yep. that it was you know full-on right there in front of you and i thought uh, they did some wonderful things they really really did um and no no all screen kills either yes yeah. good point oh my gosh yep. yeah good point good point Uh, another fun fact, uh, cemeteries creep me out. And they, they really do, man. They truly do. But uh, what we're talking about, uh, Coriander, you were saying that you found out that the cemetery scene was real, right? Or the cemetery yeah. they used was real, right? Yeah, they shot it on Halloween night, too. And the well, open wow. grave that was, yeah, and the open grave that was used for the film was actually like a grave that was, you know, awaiting a funeral. Yeah. Wow. That's so creepy, man. That's, yeah. I, I, I wouldn't have thought that. That's a good one. I like that one. Uh, right. let's, let's do another one or two and then we'll get back to the finale of the story. Uh, the Prowler is greater than Friday 4. Hmm. Now, I'm not going to get into all that, but Ooh. really, really, <laughs> really what it's talking about. I'm not really saying that the Prowler is greater, you know, than, than the final chapter, but I will say that the Prowler was how Joseph Zito got his job as director for the final chapter, um, because they nice. were so, they were so, um, they were so happy and impressed by the job he did directing the Prowler that that led to him being hired as the director for Friday the 13th part four, the final chapter, which Nice. Many, many do think is one of the best entries in the Friday series. Um, so yeah, it's a know. good one. Yeah, absolutely. So, um, but let's get to the finale uh, of the story. You know, once they they go and they snoop around at uh, Major Chatham's house and all that type of stuff. You know, we, we basically get to the finale of the story. Neil, why don't you take me through some of the high points that you thought happened, especially once the Prowler catches back up with Pam, what were you thinking at that point? Well, again, this is, um, <clears throat> you know, th this is the culmination of it all. So you get, you know, the, the, the chase that we're normally uh, expecting to see, um, mm -hmm. even though they did it earlier, you know, they're doing it again. So, I mean, you get to, mm -hmm. you know, you get a, a double dip in this one. Mm -hmm. um, one of the red herrings that you thought might be the killer um, makes an appearance <laughs> and yes. we rule him out uh, and, uh, <laughs> and he pays for it. <laughs> yes. um, you know, we, we think he's going to turn out to be the hero, but uh, unfortunately right. it's not meant to be. Uh, right. But it's just, it's just a great scene. I mean, there's a lot of tension. Um, you know, we, we, we learn our lesson, you know, uh, if we haven't learned it by now, uh, you know, make sure the damn motherfucker is dead. <laughs> <laughs> right? Before you, you turn your back think on by it. Yeah, man. Jeez. But, uh, but yeah, I mean, that, that's another trope. You know, we, we expect it. Uh, so, yes. you, you know, you don't laugh at it. But, uh, but yeah, I mean, they just did it very well. And mm -hmm. then, you know, the goriest scene is the finale. Yes. So, uh, yes, they, absolutely. Uh, they, Whatever they had left in the budget, they they splattered it on the walls. So, uh, <laughs> literally, quite a way. Yeah, it was so yes. good. Absolutely. Yes, what did you think of the finale, Coriander? I enjoyed it. I mean, mm -hmm. you you find out who the killer is, and then you get to understand why he's doing what he's doing. Mm -hmm. um, 
Yeah, and I loved how, you know, when they, when he is, yeah, they finally take him out and everything's all said and done and, you know, Mark brings her home back to the dorm and she goes up to her room and they still hadn't discovered a roommate and that was like so awesome, like that scene because, yeah, Yeah. just when you think everything's over, it isn't because you got to deal, you know, yeah, with finding another murder, so. Yeah, Yeah. it doesn't end with a final jump scare. It actually ends with a real scare. Absolutely, absolutely. Uh, Real quick in the chat, Gorephobe saying, I used to play hide-and-seek in graveyards at night when I was younger. Oh, my God. Yeah, when I was in high school, me and my friends, we would go into graveyards at night and just, yeah, I hear you, man. (laughs) Nice. Uh, Eric was welcoming channel The Living Dead. Great channel, by the way, for anyone that doesn't know. Absolutely, absolutely. Uh, we got rock and roll in the chat saying hello. How's it going? Welcome, hello. welcome. Nice to have you. Thank you for joining us. And by the way, for you guys uh, in the chat, if you haven't already, please give this video a like. That would really help us out and support the channel. Um, Eric was saying, love the idea of the rose in this. I do too. Yeah. It, it, yeah. It it really again. This is above above average uh, stuff that this movie is doing at a time when it would have been yeah. easy to take the to take the easy road to craft, yeah. you know, a slasher, you know? Yeah, so far these, like, the movies, holy, the 80s movies that we've talked about so far for Slasher Club, this one right here is, like, my favorite right now out of all yeah, of them that we've this, done. Uh, yeah, I, I will definitely say this This is this is the best crafted one. And, yeah. and I was And I was actually saying to Neil before we got on live, um, I was saying to him, I watched it again. You know, I watched it, you know, obviously (laughs) to to do the episode. But then I was like, man, I want to watch it again, you know, because it was just that good, you know. Uh, channel and it sucks because I used to have it on VHS and it had, you know, obviously the cover that's behind us for the Mm -hmm. artwork. And yeah, yeah, it's it's such a great movie. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Channel Living Dead saying, already liked it, guys. Enjoying the stream. Oh, thank you so much. We, <laughs> we appreciate that. We appreciate all yeah. the support that you guys give us. Um, and real quick, as as we uh, get further um, into the to the end of this, a couple mo- more fun facts that we wanted to, to throw out. Um, and you were talking a little bit about it, Coriander, uh, the carry connection. Um, and, and basically that ending, right? That was the connection to carry. Uh, yeah, yeah, they with were, the hand. They were inspired. Yep, yep, yeah. yep, that inspired them to do that, yep, to do that scene. And, and you could tell, like, when I, you know, it's funny, before I even knew of that as a fun fact, when I saw that and how Carl all of a sudden grabs her, and you could even hear it a little bit in the music, and I was like, wow, that reminds me of the Carrie jump scene. Did, did that mm-hmm. remind you of it, uh, Neil? Actually, I completely missed it, so, okay. yeah. <laughs> Yeah, it, it, it really it really caught me off guard. I was like, wow, that's that's great. It was like, you know, yeah. you had your finale and then you had another moment and it was like dreamlike and, and surreal. And then, of course, she opens her eyes and it's it's an hallucination because Carl is mm-hmm. dead, you know. Right. Uh, yep. Um, let's see. If you want something done right, Coriander, <laughs> who, who, yeah. was the, who, who was the prowler in this uh, movie? You know... Yeah, when I found out that Savini was doing all these kills, I thought that just made this so much better. Yeah. Yes, absolutely. That, that's yeah. you know, it, it makes sense though. Tom Savini, you know, yeah. he just liked that. You know, he. he I would love to say I was, you know, t- 
Tom Savini killed me in one of his movies, you know? <laughs> that would be, like, awesome. Yeah. He even killed himself once. Yes, that's true, right? Oh, man, too funny, too funny. Um, But yeah, you know, he always likes to get down in the dirt. I appreciate that about him and his career. You know, it's very, very cool. Um, Let's see, we got another one here, too. Uh, Why was Cindy Weintraub beat red? And I'll I'll throw that one to you, Coriander. (laughs) Oh, no, you can't do it. Yes. he ended up, yeah, he stained her skin. He used beets, and it took, yeah, three days for it to, like, wear out. Yeah. Wow. That's crazy. Yeah. That is so crazy. Yeah. But but the effect looks so good, man. I mean. It, it would be worth it. You know, it's not going to be there forever. So, yeah. Right. Right. Yeah. It looks, it looks phenomenal. It looks so good. And, you know, and I'll just say this before we end up and then I'll pass it on to you, Neil. You know, I've seen a lot of Savini's movies and I really do have to agree these kills, you know, again, I just got kind of reintroduced to it when I watched it the first time. I watched it a second time because I really enjoyed it. So I might have to let it sit with me a little bit more. You know, I've seen a lot of his other movies, and I gotta admit, man, this this is definitely, if not the best, right up there as far as the kills, the brutality, and the craftsmanship, the way that the kills were executed. You know, I mean, I just it's phenomenal for 1981. It really, really yeah, it is. is. Truly is. Um, real quick in the chat, let's see what we got here. Uh, Eric says, was this anyone's first viewing of The Prowler? I saw this for the first time within the last couple of years. I'll be rewatching it this weekend. Yeah, I, you know, I was, I was reintroducing it, you know, to me. Um, I hadn't seen it in years, like easily over a decade, maybe 15 yeah. years, you know, so. I've seen yeah. it a few times, so yeah. Yeah, yep. Uh, Gorefolk was saying, I seen it the first time almost 40 years ago. Nice. Nice. I can't nice, say that. Nice. <laughs> nice. <laughs> not quite that long for me, but probably 30. So, yeah. Wow. All right. Nice. For the first time. Oh, nice. nice. Uh, Rock and Roll saying, saw it at the drive in when it was released. That's, oh, that's awesome. awesome. Very yeah, cool. It is. Very, yeah. very The cool. drive in will never die. That's right. No, it won't. That's right. Uh, Drake says, got a thumb from me and a share as well. Thanks a lot, man. Nice. We, we yeah. appreciate that. We really do, man. Um, <laughs> Gorephobe saying, nice facts, beats. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, man. Uh, Channel Channel says, ha, 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 how about the creepy corpse in the shower with his eyes rolled back to the lights? That always disturbed yeah. me for whatever reason. Very, it was very, very yeah. disturbing. Very, very That creepy. scene was so great. I mean, when the knife gets shoved through his head and then he's pulling it up and you can see it stretching in his eyes. Yeah, yes. that was just, it was so good. Again, yeah. phenomenal, phenomenal uh, effects uh, by Savini. It's just crazy stuff. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so real quick, uh, one thing we, we've started to do recently, uh, you know, we've talked about these kills just to kind of do a recap on how many we had. I'll just play this for you guys real quick. It's just a couple seconds recapping how many kills we had in the Prowler. Here we go.
Okay. All right. So we had eight, four and four. Yeah, that was great. (laughs) (laughs) You like that? (laughs) Yes, I did. (laughs) Equal opportunity, equal opportunity. So any final thoughts for you, Coriander, on this? This is just, this is a fantastic movie. I know we've, we've said that a lot, but you know, if you want to say it again, you can. (laughs) Yeah. I mean, this movie is, it's like, it's it's really good. I mean, the gore, it's incredible. And Mm. yeah, it's just, it's good. Yeah. That's all I can say is it's a real good movie. Absolutely. How about you, Neil? Any any final thoughts or um, you know comments? I, I about mean, it? there's just a lot that I could say about this. Uh, you know, having watched rewatched it again for probably half dozen times last night. Uh, there, they, there's just so many little things in it uh, that mm. help push it above average. You know, like it when the the dance there. You know, they're bringing the dance back, and you, you see the girls getting ready, but you also see the prowler suiting up. Yes, that they go back and forth. They didn't have to put that in there, but it's just those little attention to detail things that there's just so much of. And, you know, they're playing around with the tropes, putting in in a different order. You know, like at the beginning, our first uh, two for one kill, um, he says uh, to Rose right before the Prowler shows up. Um, you know, if one of your soldier friends shows up, you know, he'll be sorry or something like that. And then, Mm -hmm. you know, his soldier friend showed up. (laughs) Yes. You know, so it's got got the little, you know, the kind of cheesy things that, you know, the characters say in slasher films, but they're Mm -hmm. just putting it all together and into a package that, you know, like you said, it keeps you guessing, you know, they, Mm -hmm. they do things at different times. They do things just slightly different. And, um, you know, and as far as Savini's work goes, I mean, every film that he's done, you know, there's always, you know, at least that one kill that is so good. Mm. Uh, but in this one, they're all really good. Yes. Um, You know, and they were just obviously, um, you know, just trying to make the best film that they could at a time, you know, like you said, you know, the slasher craze was in full force. They could have just pumped this thing out, mm-hmm. spent just a little bit of money and people would people would see it. People would buy it on VHS. I mean, it would have made money no matter what they did. But they, yes. you know, ended up making one of the best slashers of all time, in my opinion. So, yeah. No, I agree. And um, I think it was Complex Magazine had listed it as, as one of the greatest slashers of, of all time. Um, and, and to your point, uh, Neil, like like you were saying, just little things here and there really do bring it above the rest. And in that scene where the, we got the two for one, after the kill, it cuts to the dance with the guy on the microphone saying, are you guys alive out there? And I was just like, oh, <laughs> wow. You know, but it... You know, it was it was cheesy, but not bad cheesy. You know, and yeah. um, and and also the music. I forgot to mention the music by I think it was Richard Einhorn who did the music. I thought the music was very good in this in this movie. You know, yes. as far as far as you know, especially when the killings were going on or the the hunting. You know, um, it really was well. It, this movie's fantastic, man. I yeah, it's, a, it's a traditional you know classical music theme of it. Yeah. Movie. Kind of reminds you of something you'd see in uh, from Manfredini and you know, yes. Friday the Thirteenth or something like that. Absolutely, um, yeah. And along with those cheesy things too, when the dance is going on, they they bring the the dance back thirty years later. I don't know if you listen to the lyrics of the song that the guy was singing, but it's like, you know, put the spotlight back on because I want to watch you bleed. Yes, I yes, watch yeah. yes. You know, and yeah. I was just like, damn, man, <laughs> it's yeah. kind of brutal. 
Yeah, they, they hadn't invented death metal back then, <laughs> right? Yeah, absolutely. Uh, let's see in the chat. Uh, Eric was saying, "Love the kill count idea." Bravo! Hey, thanks, man. We appreciate that. Uh, Drake saying, "The kill count is cool, man. Keep it up, bro." <laughs> nice. We'll try. We'll try. Eric saying, "Great stream tonight, guys. Welcome to the club, Neil." Gotta go watch my homework for Thursday night. If you guys remember what that is, damn it. <laughs> nice. Thanks, Eric. You're all right, man. Uh, Rock and Roll says the Prowler and Day of the Dead, Savini's best work. Yeah, yeah, Day of the Dead. He did he did great things on Day of the Dead, no doubt. Channel says, uh, great stream, you guys. Wish I would have noticed it sooner so I could have caught more, but I'm gonna give it a share on Twitter. Thank you so much. We nice. do appreciate, appreciate that, it. man. We, we appreciate all you guys supporting us. Uh, we wouldn't be able to do anything without you guys, man. Absolutely. Uh, sweet dude, have a good one. We'll talk soon for sure. All right, man. Absolutely. Um, so, oh, also, we have Strange Monkey just jumped in. Hey there, dropping in to say hello. I've only seen The Prowler once. Don't remember much. Dude, you got to watch it, man. Rewatch. Yes, rewatch it. You know, yeah, and I'd like to see you do a review of it. <laughs> yes. Right? Oh, my God. I know. That would be hilarious. <laughs> I would love to see it. Absolutely. So, um, so yeah, anyone who hasn't seen The Prowler or haven't seen it in a very, very long time like myself, we definitely recommend that you guys check it out. So let's see what we're going to be talking about for next Monday's Slasher Movie Club. Here we go, guys. House on Sorority Row. All right. Yeah. Have next... you seen that one, night? I have not seen that one. Oh, I have not seen nice. it. Either. Oh, you yeah. haven't either? Oh, no. nice. Nice. Wow. All right. Yeah. Yeah, this will be fun. You know, again, and that was the beauty of doing this is, is, is revisiting movies that I had not seen in a long time or maybe never yeah. had seen. Same thing for you, Corey Andrews. So this will be exciting. So next Monday, we're going to be talking about the House on Sorority Road. That should be a lot of fun. We hope that you guys can definitely check it out or at least catch us on replay. Um, as we head on out, Drake says, hell of a stream, bro. Really enjoy, enjoyed it. And I'll catch you next time night. Thanks a lot, man. We appreciate it. Uh, we got Mr. Dan who jumped in. How's it going, man? Love the Prowler. Hey, everyone. Hey. All right. Dan the man. Uh, Gore says, yes, House on Sorority Road. Yeah, that's a good one. Yeah. <laughs> Eric says, Godspeed. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, all right, man. But anyways, uh, thank you guys for, for checking this out. Uh, we appreciate it. And Neil, thank you so much for joining us. And also- My pleasure coming up with the idea to do the prowler we really appreciate it you're always welcome back on this was a lot of fun yeah. for you guys in the chat or watching the replay if you have not checked out neon black reviews please do so i've got the link to his channel in the description right now of this video check him out he's awesome i absolutely love the way he reviews films he's really got a lot of good knowledge so check him out and He's a fellow horror tuber of the month. So yes. that's awesome too. Yeah. So it's like, yeah. you know, and, and well deserved. Well deserved. And I appreciate um, that. Yeah, no, absolutely, right. man. You know your stuff. As soon as as soon as we started talking, I was like, yeah, this guy, he's he's in. He's in the circle. So we really, uh, we really appreciate this. So, anyways, so we will catch you guys uh later. Take it easy. Thank you for joining us. If you're watching this, if you're listening to this, you are the night watch. 
Peace out, guys. Up to Cool.